Welcome to Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Here's a look at some of our Caribbean headlines for today. Ukraine's President Zelensky emerges as global hero in Ukraine's battle against Russia. Puerto Rican soldiers activated a year ago are mobilized to Poland. U.S. cutting off Russia's central bank from U.S. dollar transactions. Jamaica's Ministry of Foreign Affairs and Foreign Trade Issue Statement on Russia's military action against Ukraine. Antigua Prime Minister tells residents to brace for higher food and petroleum costs due to Russian-Ukraine conflict. BA2 subvariant of Omicron detected in Puerto Rico. OECS congratulates the Eastern Caribbean Supreme Court on its 55th anniversary and Zayed Award for Human Fraternity announced Jordan King Abdul II and Queen Rania and Haitian humanitarian organization FOCAL as 2022 honorees. These and other stories on today's Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup for Monday, February 28th. We start our report today with a look at the Russian-Ukraine conflict impact around the globe and the Caribbean. St. Nevis Observer reports that the Ukrainian President Zelensky has emerged as a hero to his nation's citizens and beyond. President Zelensky, first elected in 2019, remains in his country at great risk as Russia invades the country. Zelensky agreed on Sunday to talks at the Belarus border with Russia to end the military conflict. He has been in the capital city of Kiev, where he has issued a series of videos urging Ukrainians to resist the invasion. I am here. We will not lay down any weapons. We will defend our state because our weapons are our truth, he said in one clip filmed outside his office in Kiev. Zelensky was previously perhaps best known in the United States for the role he played in the controversy surrounding former President Trump's first impeachment. Zelensky was pressured by Trump and his allies to investigate then-candidate Joe Biden and his family for corruption. Zelensky has won praise across the political spectrum in the United States for sticking at home and producing a series of videos urging Ukrainians to resist the Russian invasion. ElNuevoDia.com reports that a group of reserve soldiers, United States Army in Puerto Rico, was mobilized over the weekend to Poland as a part of a mission that is expected to last a year. It was reported that it is Transportation Unit 432, located in Siba. The group consists of about 150 people, men and women, the majority being operators of heavy military equipment, with some mechanics and logistical specialists. As part of the Department of Defense, the United States Army Reserve in Puerto Rico provides support to allies and partners of NATO, alliances of countries in Europe and North America, to maintain peace, prosperity, and stability. The first sergeant of Unit 432, Julio Calazo reported that the group's mission focuses on providing transportation and assistance to NATO forces. CNN reports that the United States is taking immediate action today to prohibit the American dollar transaction with the Russian Central Bank and fully block the Russian Direct Investment Fund, senior administration officials said. According to the report, this is an aggressive move that aims at some 
of the Russia's most powerful means of mitigating the effect of sanctions. The steps are meant to prevent Russia from accessing a rainy day fund that officials said Moscow has been expecting to rely upon during the invasion of Ukraine. Instead of using the reserves to buffer the plummeting ruble, Russia will no longer be able to access the funds it keeps in U.S. dollars. The sweeping new sanctions taken with Germany, France, the U.K., Italy, Canada, the European Union, and others comes as Russia's economy is in a free fall. No country is sanction-proof, a White House official said. Putin's war chest of $630 billion in reserves only matters if you can use it to defend his currency, specifically by selling those reserves in exchange for buying the ruble. Our strategy, to put it simply, is to make sure that the Russian economy goes back as long as President Putin decides to go forward on his invasion of Ukraine, a second senior administration official said. Jamaica's Ministry of Foreign Affairs and Foreign Trade, on behalf of its government, said in a release statement that Jamaica strongly condemns the military action by Russia against Ukraine. We are deeply concerned by the escalation of violence in Ukraine and condemns the clear violation of the United Nations Charter, particularly the obligation to respect the sovereign rights and the territorial integrity of states. As members of the United Nations, we have all committed to save succeeding generations from the scourge of war that has often brought untold sorrow to mankind. The ongoing incursions in Ukraine are a violation of that sacred promise. Jamaica strongly urges Russia to cease all acts of aggression and to withdraw from Ukrainian territory. We also call for the return to diplomatic channels to continue engagement until there is a bridge of common understanding that will lead to peace. In related news, Jamaica Information Service reports that 23 Jamaican students were set to be in Poland by Sunday, February 27, as the government of Jamaica fully funds their return to the island. In a virtual press conference on February 26, the Minister of Foreign Affairs and Foreign Trade, Senator the Honorable Kamina Johnson-Smith, announced that the government has been fully engaged with the students and their parents. In what are very difficult circumstances. The minister said that the government managed to make arrangements for all the students to get to Poland, where further arrangements will be made for their return to Jamaica. Senator Johnson Smith explained that the government will underwrite all the costs for the students' transportation and accommodations until they arrive in Jamaica. There is no loan involved, she said, while adding that Jamaica was working with contacts in Ukraine and Poland to ensure that all the arrangements appropriate to the circumstances are made, given the movement of cash is difficult at this time. The Jamaica Tourism Board in Germany is already engaged to finalize arrangements for air travel from Poland through Frankfurt and on to Montego Bay as soon as circumstances allow, the minister stated.
The Antigua Barbuda Observer reports that Antigua Barbuda Prime Minister Gaston Brown has notified residents about the potential increase of local gas prices in the event of the war in Eastern Europe shows no sign of de-escalation. Now, I believe that within the last few days, petroleum prices are about $100 a barrel, and potentially it could get up to maybe $120 within the next week or two, especially if this conflict continues. So here is the implications of potentially where we have been subsidizing the pricing and would have kept the pricing of petroleum products stable for the last few years. We could have a situation where we are forced to increase the price at the pump, Brown explained on local radio over the weekend. Additionally, the prices of utilities such as electricity could also rise as a result of the price in oil skyrocketing because of the closed borders and sanctions because of the war. Petrol and food, those contribute to co-inflation. And the thing about it is that these increases in those prices affect the poor disproportionately. And that is why Antigua and Barbuda has had a price equalization mechanism in place to control the price at the pumps, Prime Minister Brown said. The Virgin Islands Consortium also reports that as the Russian invasion of Ukraine enters its fifth day, the repercussions of the war are affecting people all over the world. In the Virgin Islands, commuters can expect to pay more at the pump as the price of fuel on world markets, already up 50% from last year, is expected to climb even higher. The pain won't only be felt at the pump. The Virgin Islands Water and Power Authority Levelized Energy Adjustment Clause or LEAC, which is in simple terms, the cost of fuel passed on to consumers is set to increase Tuesday to $22.22 from $17.26. During Friday's meeting, the Virgin Islands Public Service Commission approved the hike through the PSC and said the increase will be rate neutral, meaning customers will not see a charge in cost because of other fees that the PSC has allowed to expire. However, Friday's approved increase will be revisited on June 30th, giving that the Virgin Islands Water and Power Authority another opportunity to potentially seek even further increases as the cost of fuel continues to climb. Over the past three days, Russia has been hit with the harsh sanctions that have essentially made the country join the ranks of Iran, North Korea, and Venezuela. The sanctions include a universal ban from European Union airspace and many other nations around the world. The target removal of SWIFT, the global payments transfer system from a number of Russian banks, and among the most powerful sanctions that reverberated across the globe, the U.S., Europe, and Canada on Saturday pledged to prevent the Bank of Russia from deploying its $630 billion stockpile of international reserves in ways that undermine the impact of sanctions. That has led Russia's central bank to raise its interest rates to 20% from 9.5% on Monday. Elsewhere on Monday, the Russian ruble plummeted around 20% to 105 rubles to the dollar from around 83 rubles last week. 
The NASA Guardian reports that the Bahamas is also bracing for high fuel and food costs, as well as price hikes on other goods, as the repercussions of Russia's assault on Ukraine. In short terms, you might see some increases in the price of oil that impacts us because we import things, noted the Bahamas Minister of Economic Affairs, Michael Halkatis. It increases the cost of transportation to bring things here. What can happen is the increase of prices go up today, but countries like the United States and other oil-producing countries can increase their production to help lower and stabilize oil prices. I think they can do that fairly quickly. But to the extent that it causes disruption, then it's not good. So you have to keep an eye on it. People may think it's halfway across the world, but the impact reverberates. The minister dismissed the possibility of an oil shortage in the Bahamas, but acknowledged that the invasion will likely dampen economic prospects. However, he expressed doubt that the impact of the invasion will be long-term. Interfax.com reports that Russian tour operators have suspended selling tours to the Dominican Republic, Mexico, Venezuela, and Cuba, the Association of Tour Operators of Russia said. The tours for all dates starting February 28 to the Dominican Republic, Mexico, Venezuela, and Cuba became unavailable in tour operators' booking system on Sunday evening. A search for tours for March dates in the booking system shows no flights for the select dates in attempts to buy a tour online, the report said. Transatlantic flights are among the first to be halted after Europe Association of Tour Operators Russia said. In particular, Airflot has canceled flights to the United States and Mexico, and flights to Havana are unavailable until the end of March. Azure Air said flights to the Dominican Republic, Cuba, and Mexico have been canceled. Nordwin and Royal Flight will most likely do it soon, and only recreation flights will be planned on the Caribbean track starting from tomorrow, the report said. ATOR said, citing market experts, the decision has been made due to the amount of flying time besides the risk of seizure of aircrafts due to the sanctions. There is no threat to our planes on Cuba, but bearing in mind the closure of the airspace of Scandinavian countries and Canada, any flight there becomes difficult, not accessible to all planes, and most importantly, fantastically expensive, the report said. CNN reports that the Puerto Rico Department of Health reported on Friday the detection on the island of a positive case of BA.2 subvariant of the Omicron variant COVID-19. The government agency confirmed that the BA.2 subvariant is the third Omicron detected in Puerto Rico. In a statement, the Department of Health indicated that the detection case correspond to a woman between 20 and 29 years old, a resident of Bayamon region and vaccinated with the complete series of COVID-19 vaccine. The woman has no travel history and is displaying symptoms of fever, cough, loss of taste and smell, nasal congestion, headache, and muscle pain, and she has not required hospitalization. According to the brief, the BA.2 subvariant is currently found in 83 countries and in all 50 U.S. states. 
The Organization of Eastern Caribbean States Commission extended congratulations to the Eastern Caribbean Supreme Court on its 55th anniversary, celebrated on Sunday, February 27, 2022. The commission notes the important role played by the Organization of Eastern Caribbean States over the past 55 years in their administration of an independent and accountable system of justice for member states. Director General of the OECS Commission, Dr. Didicus Jewell, said the Eastern Caribbean Supreme Court continues to provide exemplary service to our region as it is a critical component that underpins our integration aspirations. The court has sought to rise to the challenge of resilience and adaptation in the face of immeasurable challenges like the COVID-19 pandemic and the consequential impact on all sectors, including the justice system. The OECS Commission remains committed to providing support for and collaborating with the Eastern Caribbean Supreme Court as it continues its long-standing tradition of excellence. And finally, HaitiNews.net reports that the Zayed Award for Human Fraternity has announced Her Majesties King Abdullah II Al Hussein and Queen Reina Al Abdullah of Jordan as honorees of the 2022 award alongside Haitian humanitarian organization FOCAL. This year's award was decided by an independent judging committee composed of former heads of state, a Nobel Peace Laureate, an expert in interfaith and intercultural dialogue drawn from around the world. His Majesty King Abdullah II has been recognized for his instrumental role in promoting interfaith dialogue across the Middle East region, addressing division among Muslims and fostering harmonious relation between East and West. Her Majesty Queen Rania has been honored for her passionate advocacy for refugee rights around the world and consistent efforts to promote tolerance and acceptance through philanthropic initiatives. FOCAL, a Haitian humanitarian organization founded in 1995, was recognized by the judging committee for playing a vital role in shaping Haiti's youth and supporting its hardworking communities at the grassroots level. The organization runs a wide range of programs and initiatives aimed at serving the common good and building a more prosperous and harmonious society Established in 2019, the award is organized by the Higher Committee of Human Fraternity, an independent international committee instituted to promote human fraternity values in communities around the world and to fulfill aspirations of the document on human fraternity. It is named in honor of the late Sheikh Zayed bin Sulun al-Nayan, founder of the United Arab Emirates, to celebrate his legacy of championing peaceful coexistence. This has been your Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup for Monday, February 28. I'm Keisha Wallace, thanking you for choosing Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup as your source for Caribbean-centered news. Be sure to spread the word to family, friends, and associates. For more Caribbean news stories and information, visit us online at pulseofthecaribbean.com and be sure to like and follow us on Facebook, now Meta.